Why couldn't God make everyone one color, like tan? Fun Friday, episode number 62, August 18th. We're getting out here today, doing our thing. Uh, Today was an eventful day at work. Something that happened to me or something I had to do was the first time I've ever had to do it ever in my military career. I've been on the receiving end of this once, and that's a whole other story, which is very convoluted. And whenever I tell it, it's you could it's one of those like what's the real story type of things, but I'm not gonna bore you with the details of that. So we're gonna get on to what I had to do today for the first time, which sucked. Eh, it wasn't as bad as I it really wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be. But I was ner- a nervous wreck doing it. We're gonna get into this date in history, followed by the poll updates from TikTok. And then apparently everyone's getting uh all the houses that burned down on Maui, all those people are getting spam phone calls from real estate agents trying to buy the land for them for like dirt cheap because it's fucking ruined. So that's that's capitalism at its best. And then if you remember, uh, I think it was August 10th of 2018, the Sky King, the dude that uh, hijacked a plane and just flew it around in circles and shit and just did barrel rolls and spins and whatnot while talking to the air traffic controllers because he was just having a hard time with life and was like, yeah, I'm just, I just wanted to fly a plane before I died. And, you know, I'm going through a lot of stuff. So we're going to get on that guy. And then we got a couple topics we're going to dive into. So with that being said, we're going to get into this date in history, August 18th. So August 18th, 1587, Virginia Dare became the first English child to be born in the New World, specifically on Roanoke Island, which is part of present-day North Carolina. She was the granddaughter of John White, the governor of the lost Roanoke colony. The mystery surrounding her and the rest of the Roanoke colony is, is what makes this fact intriguing. When John White returned to the colony from a resupply trip from England, he found the colony deserted with no trace of his granddaughter or any of the other colonists. Any of the other colonists. I don't know what I said there. The only clue left behind was the word Croatoan carved into a wooden post. Virginia Dare's fate remains one of the oldest unsolved mysteries in U.S. history. Every year on her birthday, there's a celebration in her honor at Fort Raleigh, historical site on Roanoke Island. The story of Virginia Dare and the Lost Colony has also inspired numerous legends, plays, and cultural references over the century. So Roanoke Island, for those that don't know, this one is baffling to scientists, I guess, because no one one really knows what happened. But uh, Roanoke Island is situated off the coast of what is now North Carolina. In 1585, Sir Walter Raleigh dispatched an expedition to Roanoke Island led by Richard Grenville. While the group of settlers eventually returned to England due to harsh conditions and conflicts with Native Americans, it marked the beginning of English attempts to establish a settlement in that region. In 1587, Raleigh sponsored a second expedition, this time led by John White, with 115 colonists to establish a settlement. This is the group often often referred to as the Lost Colony. Among the colonists was Eleanor Dare, John White's daughter, who gave birth to a baby girl named Virginia Dare, who we just mentioned. This baby was famously known as the first English-born child in the Americas. Shortly after the establishment of the colony, John White returned to England to get supplies and additional support for the struggling settlers. 
His trip was meant to be brief, but a combination of factors including an Anglo-Spanish war delayed his return to Roanoke. When White eventually returned to Roanoke Island in 1590, three years after he left, he found the settlement abandoned and fortified with defensive with a with a defensive fence. The only clue was the word Croatoan carved into the fence post and the letters Crow, C-R-O, etched into a tree. No trace of the settlers, including his daughter and granddaughter, was found. So what really happened, right? We don't really know. Croatoan, the word that was carved into the post, might have referred to the nearby Croatoan Island, known as Hatteras Island today. It's possible that the colonists moved there, to, co- but no concrete evidence was found. Some believe they integrated with the local Native American tribes. Later reports of Native Americans with European features or English-speaking abilities in the area have occasionally been cited as evidence. Given that the Spain and England, given that Spain and England were in conflict during this period, there is a theory that Spanish forces might have attacked the settlement. Disease, which is probably what happened. The settlers have died due to diseases and starvation or other natural challenges. Recently, archaeological Archaeological and historical investigations have tried to unravel the mystery. Some evidence, such as English-style artifacts found in Native American sites, suggests the possibility of assimilation or trade. However, the exact fate of the Roanoke colonists remains undetermined. The mystery of Roanoke Island has captured the American imagination for centuries. It has been the subject of countless books, documentaries, and even fictional portrayals. The more you know, Roanoke Island. So, before I get into the polls from this past week on TikTok, appreciate everyone that voted. Today at work marks the first time I actually had to give paperwork to somebody. So, paperwork, if you don't know, is similar to getting like a referral in middle school or high school. It's just a written documentation that you've gotten spoken to about something because there's steps to this whole process, right? First, it's verbal. You tell the person like, hey, stop coming in late. This is your last warning. Well, you don't have to tell them it's your last warning. Just say, hey, stop coming in late. That counts. What you should do is say, hey, what's going on? What are the factors that's making you late? Like, are you not waking up early? Are you having trouble sleeping? Or is there trouble at home? Stuff like that. You try to get to the bottom of the reason. The majority of the time, it's because the person's just fucking lazy. But sometimes there are circumstances like some people have kids and they're like, well, my kids go to school at 8.30 and I'm supposed to be here at 8, so I have to drop them off super early, but I can't. The school doesn't open up until 7.50 and it takes me 20 minutes from the school to here, so I'm always late. And it's like, all right, in that case, just come in at 8.30 then, you know? There's always a circ. There can be always a circumstance where that's okay. Some people like to work out in the morning and they're like, hey, the showers were full in the gym, so I couldn't shower. I had to wait, so I'm late. And you're like, all right, cool. You see them with their gym bag. All the evidence suggests that the school's far away or the gym is full. You know what I mean? Like you could tell. But then there's this other mixed bag of people that you can tell they slept in. <laughs> the excuses they come up with or are far-fetched or they're very detail-specific. So this person, who obviously I'm not going to name, has been coming late, I would say, once a week. I'd say four times a month where it's egregiously late where it's like 20 minutes go by because like people live far away from base, right? Everyone has their own lives and traffic happens. The gate's backed up or a gate is closed unexpectedly, or you just left five minutes late. You caught every light on the way in. So you could be, I always give people the five minute buffer at most seven minutes. That's the buffer. But I have to start making calls because ultimately I'm responsible for where they are or I'm responsible to make sure they're okay. So this person on average, is late egregiously, like 15, 20 minutes or more, at least three times a month. But it's like, 
It'll happen like on a Monday and then it won't happen again until like the following Friday. So like 14 days will go by before it's like, so you kind of forget about the first one. And then like in the middle, something, someone else does something. So like you kind of forget, it's hard to keep track. But what this individual does, he's always the late person, right? He's always the one that's borderline. It's either like he's on the five minute mark or when he does come in late, he's like, oh, I'm in the parking lot. And it's like, all right, you know, hurry up. But then you see him like sleeping on his lunch break and he looks like shit in his uniform. Like he's, he's, pounding monsters back just to get through the day. He's irritable. And you're like, it's just because you're playing video games. And they all talk about playing video games, which is fine. But when it starts affecting your work, problem. So there's this group of individuals, like you got the ones that have kids and have circumstances that make them late. Then you have these groups that they're just late because they're sleeping in. (laughs) There's no other excuse other than they oversleep. And that's, to me, that's not okay. There's no excuse for that. You know, you have a responsibility. We're in the military show up on time. And that's like the bare minimum you can do. So this morning, it's like 9.05. Give him a text. Hey, where are you? No answer. 9.08. Call him. No answer. Or 9.11, actually, because I wrote this all down. I called him at 9.11. No answer. He calls back at 9.12. Hey, sorry. I slept in. I'm like, all right, cool. Hurry up and get here. We'll talk about it when you get here. He's like, all right, all right. Shows up like 40 minutes later, like because he lives 40 minutes away, like they live far. So comes in and I asked my supervisor who sits next to me. I'm like, I have to give him paperwork, right? He's like, yeah. He's like, you do. Like, if you weren't going to do it, I would have told you you need to do it. So like, you're going to have to do this. And I'm like, fuck, man, I haven't done this before. Like, I don't know what to expect. Like, is he going to flip out? Like, I know he's not. But like, you know, these things run through your head because I've never done it before. I'm like, what's the worst? I'm thinking of like the worst case scenario, you know? And I'm like, am I being too harsh? But like, this isn't a big deal, but he's going to take it as a big deal. So I have to write this whole thing out. There's a whole format to it. And we have like a, a generator that does it for us. You just type in the information and it populates the whole letter for it because it's like an official document. So whatever. I make this whole thing. I have people read it over, like my boss and his boss read it over. And like, all right, sounds good. Just give it to him whenever. Like whenever you're comfortable with it, go for it. I'm like, fuck. It's like now I'm sitting there and I'm like, do I do it in front of people? Do I do it when it's quiet? Do I just walk over to his desk? Do I call him over? Because if I go to his desk, I look like a pussy. But if I call him over to mine, everyone's going to know what's going on. There's no like private office and I can't call him into the server room because it's loud. I don't want to do this outside. So like, I'm just sitting there about 30 minutes went by of me overthinking this entire thing. So I waited a little longer and then people started going to lunch. Another group, there was two people that had to go pick up a server from somewhere. So I was like, there's only like three people in here. One of them has their headphones in. He's working. I'm like, all right, perfect time. Call him over. I'm like, hey, man, like, you know, it's about to happen. And he's been in for, he's been in longer than I have. Like he knows what, what not to do. And he's like, yeah, you want me to sign this? And I'm like, yeah, I'm letting you know now if this happens again, I'm going to have to escalate it further because there's worse things that can happen. I was like, I'm not trying to be a dick, but like, you know, you're supposed to be here on time. Like, this isn't a new thing. You know, you've been in the Air Force long enough. This isn't like your first day and we've given you more than enough leeway. Like, you're the late guy, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Everyone knows you're the late guy. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no problem. No problem. I'm like, all right. I'm just, again, I'm going to reiterate it. If this happens again, I'm going to escalate it further right from the jump. He's like, okay. And I'm like, you don't have to get an attitude. Like, I understand this. It's not ideal, but I'm not trying to embarrass you or anything. But this is the situation like you put yourself in. So he signs it, gives it back. I have to sign it. I give it back to him. I'm like, you have three days to write a rebuttal. And you can write a rebuttal that provides evidence that I'm wrong. And then I can be like, all right, sorry, won't happen. Like, you know, I made a mistake. You know, but everyone knows he's the late guy. It's documented the whole thing. So after it's done, I'm like, man, maybe he thinks I'm an asshole. But then I thought about it and I was like, I'm not doing this to be a dick. You know, like I'm not doing it because I didn't like the guy. Like I love, I love the kid. You know, we hang out every day. I was like, but I don't want this to be like, 
Because you already know, because I was in that situation once, and I already know what happens. You go back and tell your friends, like, oh, this fucking asshole wrote me up. And like, so like, I was like, whatever, like, it's going to suck, but you broke the fucking rules, man. It's my job to enforce them. Like, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but you broke the rules and I had to enforce it. So it was just an awkward morning. I never had to do it before. I texted one of my friends. I'm like, hey, I finally did it. And they're like, oh, man, how'd it go? Like, they were, because they've had to do it before. And they're like, it sucks the first time. And like, after you get it out of the way, you're like, that's not really a big deal. And you move along. So check that one off. I might get it framed. I might sign it, get it framed. And be like, that's my the first one I've ever written. Because my boss's boss, he keeps all this stuff. He has a stack of these things from like when he was first in the Air Force. He has ones that were given to him. And he has like, like he has a stack of these things. And he's like, yeah, you keep them. He's like, it's like a memory kind of thing. I was like, that's kind of kind of weird, but you never know. So yeah, it was an awkward day in the office for a few hours. And then everyone kind of got over it. So with that being said, though, we're going hit, to hit the polls. Let me get TikTok up. Right, so leading off with the polls from I don't know what episode this was. <laughs> Keep talking about the Maui fire. Yes or no? Ninety-four percent of the audience said yes. Calling the Air National Guard the practice squad. Yes or no? Seventy-six percent said yes. Twenty-four percent said no. Excited for a new guest to come on. Fifty-fifty. <laughs> Fifty said yes. Fifty percent said yes. Fifty percent said no. Active duty is better. Everyone should vote yes. 82% voted yes. 18% voted no. Wing nights used to be lit. 90% of the people said yes. Wing nights used to be lit, man. It used to be a fucking thing. Javier, the eldest Donahue brother, would go to wing night like Monday, Tuesday. He had them planned out. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at four different locations of their wing nights. Because fun fact in the restaurant business, you don't want to have your wing night on the same night as a restaurant that's two doors down from your wing night. You know what I mean? Because what happens is wing night ends because it's usually like $25 or you can drink and all you can eat wings from like seven to nine, right? Once that deal is over, everyone moves from that bar to the bar next door. So you don't want everyone going from one bar to the other and then their wing deal is ending too. So you move it. So what you do is you get all that traffic for leaving the one bar and you charge them full price at your bar. And then the next night you have wing night. So they all come back to your bar and then they go back to the other bar after your wing night the next night. So you kind of play a little cat and mouse there, a little smoke and mirrors. You play something. I don't know what if those are the right terms or not, but there's a game being played there. Anyway, live and die by the coin. <laughs> Shout out to the coin boys. 75% of the people said yes. 25 of the people said no. Rism. Yes or no. 33% said yes. 67 said no. Canon events. 92% said yes. 8% said no. Aliens landing in New York. 93% said yes. 7% said no. Someone commented on that. Are you serious? Like, I don't know. No, man, I'm not fucking serious. Is the blind side fraudulent? 90% of the people said yes. Getting naked for the dermatologist. 27% of the people said yes. 73% of the audience said no. So I guess I'm the weirdo. Maybe my dermatologist is a pervert. I'm getting I'm getting fucking navel-gazed by my dermatologist. Acne as an adult. 100% of the people said yes because acne is a fucking hassle when you're an adult. Something you think you're over. You know, like, oh, I'm not a teenager anymore. I don't have to worry about it. But no, it comes back. Sandra Bullock, fire emoji. 50-50. How is Sandra Bullock a fire emoji 50-50? She's a fucking 
smoke show. And then I got my one of the polls about Donald Trump got taken down for civic and election integrity. So that's fun. Hybrid will save the world. 17% of the audience said yes. 83% of the audience said no. It's too hot, too hot out all the time. 80% of the people said yes. 0% or 20% of the people said no. It's all the billionaire's fault. 100% of the people said yes. 0% said no. And that wraps up the polls from this whole week. So I appreciate everyone that has listened or I guess listens, watches on TikTok and participates in the polls. Uh, they're, they are worded funny, but that's on purpose. That's part of the gambit, you know? So taking what I just said earlier about me having to write that person up, there is this kind of vibe that goes around lately that just because you blame it on, you blame things on mental health doesn't make it okay. And what do I mean by that, right? So you can be struggling mentally. That's all well, that's, I mean, not that it's well and good, but like mental health is just as important as physical health, right? You break your leg, you can't go to work or you can't do certain things. It's the same thing upstairs. If you're going, if there's a lot of shit going on in your head and and you can't do your day-to-day things, like that's, that's that's just as bad as breaking a leg, right? I'm all for it. Go see somebody, go talk to somebody. It's all well and good. What happens though is people that aren't going through something, or maybe they are, but they're over-exaggerating it because they're trying to get out of something important, right? So the person I wrote up this morning, we went through like scenarios of like what could happen, right? And my supervisor was like, just so you know, like this could, if it goes this way, steer it back towards this. And he said like, he might try to say like, he's been going through a lot of things. He's like, so just be prepared for that. And he's like, how would you respond to that situation? I would say, all right, so let's go to the Let's go talk to the chaplain or let's go talk to mental health. Let's go talk to somebody, you know, schedule an appointment with the doctor. And that's usually when you weed people like that out because it's like, oh, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's like, all right, so you're just using it to get out of certain situations. And that's what I'm saying is that people use it to get out of situations that they don't necessarily like. And they use it as like a a catch-all because you don't want to be the asshole that says, I don't believe you. You're staying at work today. And then something happens later and like uh, the next day, like, you know they delete themselves or something. And you're like, God damn it. Like, it's my fault. So you don't want to be that guy that denies them the help. So it's not to counteract it, but if they are being serious about it, you say, okay, if you're going through something, let's go get you help. Let What do we need to do? We don't have to announce it to anybody. Let's go, let's go take a car ride. We can even just drive me and you and talk. And then you weed them out because the people that are faking it would say, no, thanks. And you're like, I thought you were going through it. You know, like, don't you go to the doctor for your leg? And like, this is where you get into like that conflict of like, you don't want to have to argue about mental health because that probably makes it worse. But also at the same time, some people that are going through things just need you need somebody to initiate the help because they don't know where to turn a lot of the time. They don't know who to talk to. They don't know that there's resources available. There's friends available. There's just people available to help. So a lot of the time, people that are going through shit, are, they're like, I don't know who to turn to. I'm lonely. And then they do something that's crazy. So to weed that out, you have to be the one that has to offer them the help or offer to take them the help or offer to talk to them. And then you could find the people that are full of shit and that are just using it to get out of things. Because we have a rule in our office, it was made before I got here, that if you take a mental health day, which you can, you have to go to the doctor or schedule an appointment with mental health. I don't necessarily agree with it, but it makes sense. Like if you're sick, you call a doctor. This is the same kind of thing. And I didn't make the rule. This is this this rule was here when I got here. So like maybe I can change it in the future when I'm more in charge. But if you guys think it's cool or that's a good idea, then if you, you know, leave a comment or something. Maybe I'll put it on the poll, I don't know. But and it's tough to talk about. You have to like tiptoe around it. You don't want to you do, I def, I definitely don't want to sound like the asshole that's like don't go to the fucking mental health doctor. Don't go to a therapist. I'm usually the first person that says, "Yeah, go to therapy." Like it helps to talk shit out. You know, even if it's just a you don't have to be a therapist either. It just be a, a a friend, a parent, you know, a coworker, someone that's just there to listen and you just got to get some shit out. 
You know, you got to get it off your chest. But I'm also not going to be played played with either. Played with? Like, don't jerk me off type of thing. You know, just don't yank my chain. That's what I was going for. Don't yank my chain. I don't even know what the fuck that word means. That phrase means that's like an old person phrase. But yeah, if you're going through shit, go get help. But don't use it as a crutch to get out of things. Like, don't be like, oh, I, you know, mental health can't do it. It's like, kiss my ass. Like, you were fine before, you know, especially the ones that like tough talk, you know, the ones that are like, oh, yeah, if someone knocks on my door, I'm, I'm taking my shotgun out every time. Like, all right, well, I need you to stay late today. I can't do it. Mental health. It's like, bar, I thought you were this big, tough guy. And now, you, you know, so like people do shit like that. So. It's a, it is a fine line, but I've noticed more of a trend of people just saying mental health. And you don't, again, you don't want to be the guy that says, no, I don't believe you. And then something bad happens. So you have, kind of have to cater to it. So I'm, uh, I'm going to wrap this one up before I say something that's out of control and I dig myself a hole. So to circle back, if you're going through shit, call the doctor, get some help, talk to a friend, family, anybody, talk to your neighbor, but please, God, do not use it as an excuse because the people that are going through things are going to suffer because resources and time and the boy that cried wolf is being wasted on you because you're an asshole. So with that being said, we're going to wrap this one up. Got a little too real there for a second at the end. But I'm going to leave you with this. Within you is an entire universe of possibility, bound not by the stars, but only by the limits you place upon yourself. Every day is a new chance to embrace the wonder that is uniquely you. Look out for an ASMR video coming out soon.